Hello, I'm Leanne Rupsom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Welcome. If we were to take a survey to find out how many Christians would like to hear God personally speak to them, I would imagine the vast majority would say, of course I want that. The percentage would plummet, though, if we ask the same people how many of them actually do hear him speak to them on a regular basis. Now, why is that? Well, some unfortunately have been indoctrinated with the false notion that God no longer speaks to us personally. Others have never been taught how to recognize the voice of God. Still others have bought into the lie that they are unworthy to hear God, that they are some kind of second-class believers in God's eyes. The truth is, God has promised in hundreds of verses throughout the Bible to help us know his will for our personal lives, to give us wisdom and revelation, and that we will know his voice. John 8.47 says, He who is of God hears God's words. You therefore do not hear them because you are not of God. That means if you love Jesus, you can hear God. You may not recognize that he is speaking to you, but he really is. And having trouble hearing him is fixable. If you need some help in recognizing how he is speaking to you, I've written an article series on the subject, and you will also find that information in my book, Hotline to Heaven, Hearing the Voice of God. And you can find the article series at my Out of the Fire blog. Besides simply not discerning that God is already speaking to us, there may be specific hindrances getting in the way, things we can do something about. Perhaps we aren't giving God the quality time he desires to spend with us. Time is one of God's love languages. James 4.8 promises us, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. He speaks to those who make him their priority. Yes, he can and does communicate with us at random moments throughout the day, but we are more likely to hear him then if we have already cultivated a listening ear during a time set aside solely for intimate waiting on him. You might be thinking, I don't have the first idea how to wait on God. Well, here are some suggestions to help you. Choose a Bible verse and then read it over and over and ask God to speak to you through it. You'd be surprised at all the new insights you will get as you do that. Ask God questions and then give him time to answer you. He may not speak immediately. He might pop the answer into your thoughts later in the day or even months down the road, but at least you've given him the opportunity. I have found that God often doesn't volunteer what we want to know. He's waiting for us to ask. And then think about Jesus. Think about a character quality of God, his mercy, his goodness, his faithfulness, his justness, his purity, and then praise him for that quality. Or if you're spirit-filled and you have your prayer language, peacefully pray in tongues. 
As you do that, the Holy Spirit will often bring inspired thoughts, including interpretation of what you are praying to your consciousness. Our brain cells are overloaded with too many other things, and that can be a problem in hearing God. Too much news media, social media, video games, or other ear and eye stimulators can so preoccupy us that it is really hard to hear the Lord above all the noise. We might have wrong motives for wanting to hear God. Do we spend quiet time with God because we love him or only because we want to get revelation out of him? That's a selfish motive. It becomes all about us and what we can get out of him instead of about giving ourselves to him. Sinful heart issues can harden us to his voice. If we deliberately ignore what he is saying to us, rebelliously doing something other than what we know he is directing us to do, or willfully living in sin, his voice becomes gradually fainter. God may even eventually quit speaking. He usually continues to speak for a while before that happens, trying to turn us back in the right direction. And because he is so merciful, if he can't reach us by speaking through other avenues, he will still try to turn us from our wrong ways through our circumstances. Remember Balaam and his donkey and the angel who stood in his way in Numbers 22? The good news is, even if the Lord has become silent, once we repent, the lines of communication open up again. Now, I didn't quote all of James 4.8 a little earlier. There's a condition for hearing attached to the rest of the verse. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. But it goes on to say, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Repentance goes a long way toward restoring and clarifying our ability to hear God. While never hearing God is not normal and should be examined for the reason it's happening, it's important to know that every Christian does go through periods when God seems to be silent through no fault of ours. It doesn't necessarily mean that we are out of God's will or doing something else wrong. These are times of growing in faith by learning to trust God in the silence. God uses silent seasons to cause us to seek more diligently after him. They are a normal part of Christian life, but they are temporary. Continue seeking his company and listening for him, and he will eventually begin speaking again. I'd like to recommend a couple of my books to you. You can get them at my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com, or you can get them at Amazon and other online book retailers. One of them I mentioned earlier, Hotline to Heaven, Hearing the Voice of God, is a short book that will just give you the basic ideas of the many ways that God speaks and how you can tap into those. You might also like my book, All Surpassing Peace in a Shaking World. Uh, that's a book that will give you practical help in coming into having a more peaceful life. 
This is Leanne Robesom with Out of the Fire. Thank you for listening.